from the Oklahoma Studios. This is another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Jordan, here with you today. Back after a little break. Uh, kind of had a about a three, four-week break there between uh, state championship football and then getting the all-state football team uh, composed and all-city football teams, the big all-city and little all-city football teams composed. But we're back uh, with another edition of, uh, like I said, uh, the Varsity Podcast. Um, happy to have you guys uh, listening along. It's uh, it's basketball time. It's basketball, wrestling, swimming. Uh, it's uh Really, uh, really exciting time now as we kind of get to fully delve into all these winter sports and and get to kind of look at these and look at all the sports across the board. Um, it's uh, it's kind of crazy to believe it's already January. <laughs> um, it feels like the school year just started, yet almost everybody's kind of getting back in session now. Um, but it's uh, it's been it's been a kind of a whirlwind few weeks. Uh, we're back. Uh, we'll talk a little bit of basketball today. Talk some wrestling and swimming as well. Um, we're starting to get into our full basketball coverage. We've got a really big slate of tournaments coming up this weekend. Um, in a couple weeks is the bigger weekend of tournaments, but we're going to blink. I think a little more than a month. We have dual state wrestling uh, coming up, and that and that's the first first of five straight weekends of uh, winter championships that kind of get kicked off. And so it's uh, it's here. I mean, there it's already it's crazy to believe that some seasons are close to half over. Um, especially when you look at swimming and wrestling, those seasons are really coming up on being close to half over because they started there toward the back half of november and so they've already been going for two months and they have really a a little more than a month left of their seasons and that's just a little bit crazy to think about but that's just kind of how high school sports goes so we'll kind of start uh let's start on some basketball um i uh, actually ventured my way to my first basketball game of the season last week i went up to crossings christian and was uh checking out uh the knights facing off against heritage hall and uh was girls game ended up uh, turning out to be a really really strong game uh, crossing christians got out to a really early lead uh heritage hall slowly kind of clawed their way back into the game and uh fourth quarter was a little bit a little bit sloppy i don't know if it was the holiday break uh neither team could seem to make a basket neither team could seem to get a good offensive possession together for about a four minute period there but uh crossing christian ended up coming away with the victory and uh it was a uh, uh, 46 43 and then go to the boys game and it was a uh, uh, Heritage Hall was without Trey Alexander, who's the number one uh, guard in Oklahoma, number one player in Oklahoma for the 2021 class, and he uh, hurt his hurt his finger on he hurt a finger on his shooting hand. Um, I don't know a timetable for his return or anything. He was in pretty good spirits the whole night on the bench, uh, supporting his teammates, and didn't have it wrapped up. Didn't have anything special really on his hand, from what I could tell. Um, I haven't shook his hand and talked to him a little bit before the game, just to say hello. But he uh, he's. He seemed he seemed to be doing well, so hopefully he can come back because you hate to see players like that uh, get injured. Um, but kind of looking at a couple of the holiday tournaments, um, starting with uh, starting with down here at the Cornerstone Bank Mustang Holiday Classic, uh, Midwest City and Carl Albert played in the boys' final, and it was uh, Midwest City coming away with the victory there. Uh, it's the second annual uh, holiday classic that Mustang is hosting. They really want to make this a big tournament, and the second year was even better than the first, and I'm sure next year when they get this event together and going and everything, it's going to be just as good. But, no, the Midwest City boys were able to come away with a victory in that tournament. And then you go to the girls' side with the Piedmont girls coming away with a huge victory, and they're they're coming off a state championship last year. Um, Delaney Crawford, uh, Jr., for them, has just been outstanding. Um, she <laughs> continues to be outstanding, and, uh, they they played really solid and came away with a victory on that side. Uh, go up to the tournament of champions. It was uh, Del City boys coming away with a victory against uh, uh, Tulsa Washington, which that was a matchup of two two of the re- of what many considered arguably the top two teams in the state facing off in in that uh, in that tournament. And Del City came away with the victory. And you know 
Lenny Hatchet, since he's got there, he's, I don't want to say turn the program around because it's not that Dell City was down or anything, but he's definitely taken them to another level. Um, they have so many, there's so many great players out there. And, and Dell City right now is the top ranked team in Class 5A. They also beat Memorial, Tulsa Memorial, who they lost to in the state championship uh, game last year. So they really, they beat the number one team in Class, they beat the number one team in Class 5A. The next day, beat the number one team in Class 6A. And, I mean, that just kind of shows what kind of capabilities uh, the Eagles are going to have this year. Um, and then on the girls' side of the Tournament of Champions, it was uh, the Tulsa-Washington girls coming away with a victory. Um, but then if you look at the top team in Class 6A right now, that belongs to the Southmore Sabercats. Um, you know, they, they were undefeated. Their only loss has come against uh, Southside High School, which is from Tennessee in, the, um, in a tournament up in Missouri over Christmas break. They lost by 10. But they have victories over uh, Jonesboro, Arkansas, Kirby High School, which is from Memphis, Norman North, Deer Creek, and Memorial. Uh, that was the big one to begin the season back at the beginning of December. Um, a big win. It was, I believe, number two against number three then. Um, uh, a 65-62 to 62 win for Southmore on the road. So that was uh, just a really big victory for them. I think another thing that uh, really stands out to me about uh, Southmore is just their senior leadership. You know, last year they really had uh, Tulsa Washington on the ropes in the fourth quarter, but Bryce Thompson, the number one player in the state in the 2020 class, who signed with Kansas back in uh, December, or excuse me, back in November, he uh, he kind of caught fire. Uh, you also had Seth Hurd, uh, Trey Phipps on that team as well. Um, just that whole they kind of caught fire in the fourth quarter and were able to take over and they and they top Southmore and that's a game that probably I'm sure that Coach Dogsdale would love to go back and have a chance to kind of go back and play it a little bit differently but you know Southmore learned a lot from that they didn't lose a ton uh, they, I mean obviously you lost a couple seniors but Sam Godwin a Wofford signee he he's been outstanding a big man for them this year and then they also have Jordan Thompson the guard and those two that's that's about as good of a dynamic duo as you're going to get and that's why Southmore's a legit title contender in 6A this year um I still think that uh Tulsa Washington's probably the favorite I mean when you have Trey Phipps OU uh, the OU signee and then and then Bryce is Bryce is the number one guy it's going to be really hard to beat those two in a tournament because they, they've been there they've won it they know what's at stake but Southmore is definitely one of the teams on the western side of the state that that really has a chance to kind of stand out. I know we already mentioned Edmund, or excuse me, Edmund Memorial and Midwest City. Those those two teams are number three at four in the new rankings that came out on Monday. Um, Midwest City hasn't lost a game this year. Uh, they have pretty good wins against Putnam City West. Uh, they beat Carl Albert twice, who's the number three ranked team in Class Five A. Uh, they beat Minko in the in the Mustang Invitational, and then they also have a win against Lott and Eisenhower. And you know. It's it's really their defense that's done it for them this year. They have a couple close victories, 71-67 against Carl Albert and then 75-72 in the finals of the tournament against Carl Albert. But um, their defense has been playing a really outstanding. Also, their offense obviously has been playing really well. But they're 3-0 against teams in the top five, and that's what you got to do with this. That's what you got to do. Uh, you got to be able to play against the top teams regardless of class and the state and be able to come up with victories, and that's exactly what they're doing. Um Midwest City comes in at number four, and then at number th- uh, three is where Ed Memorial is. And like I said, they they lost that opener to Southmore, but since then they've been they've really been kind of unstoppable. They've won every game by double digits and looked dominant in almost all of them. Um, their most recent win before Christmas break came against Westmore, eighty six forty two. But they have wins in there against uh, Emma North by a thirteen point victory. Uh, against Lawton, 13-point victory. Uh, another Edmund, uh, they played Edmund North in the finals of the Edmund Open. That was a 10-point victory. So it's really interesting to kind of see how how 6A shakes out. 
you have Tulsa, Washington. But outside of that, the top other top five teams with Putnam North coming in at number five, at being five and one on the season, it's a really West heavy year. Now you have Sand Springs at six, Tulsa Union at seven, Jinx at eight, Broken Arrow at nine. So that top half though is a bunch of West Side teams. So it's going to be interesting here in a couple months when state tournament brackets come out and everything to kind of see how this stuff shakes out. Um, but I think another thing that uh, stands out to me, and, and one of the games that I'm going to be checking out tonight is uh, the Putnam West Putnam North rivalry. You know. Putnam West is is three and eight on the year, and you kind of think that. And how is a team with Rondell Walker and MJ Warrior? How the heck is that team three and eight? Well, they haven't exactly had an easy schedule. They went to a tournament in Las Vegas, uh, went two and one out there. Or excuse me, two and two out there. They also played in the Norman tournament, where they went one and two, but they they lost a close game to they've lost a close game to Putnam North by two points. They lost a close game to Norman North by five points. And they've lost to a couple of Texas teams down in the tournament. So they've been playing some of the top competition in the country. I mean, that's what Coach Lenny Bird has wanted to do is set up the Patriots to kind of go around and, and try to face some of these top teams. And, you know, they haven't been able to really get a victory, and that could be concerning. But this schedule is so loaded, and that's not going to hurt. I don't think that's a bad thing at all because if your schedule's so loaded, you're going to get better by the time the state tournament comes around. So I'm not really concerned about about Putnam West record. I think they're going to be fine. I'm really excited to see that uh, – the boys and girls matchups at at uh, Putnam West tonight, just because I feel like that has an opportunity to be just a fantastic matchup with the Putnam North and Putnam West boys, and then also because of how good their game was a month ago, and then the girls. You have Putnam West, who's always been really good, and the Putnam North girls is uh, they're also a formidable opponent. And so you put those those two games should be really fun. Um, kind of going down, like I said, um, we have Dell City at number one in Class Five A, Carl Albert number three in Class Five A. Uh, you have Piedmont boys coming in at number eight. Uh, so kind of scrolling down, uh, Class 4A, it would not shock anybody if these two teams met in the state championship game again. Uh, you have Kingfisher at number one. They're 6-0 this year in Heritage Hall. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Kingfisher because you have Bijan Cortez and Matthew Stone, the two junior studs out there, and they're just fantastic. Uh, Bijan Cortez has just continued to show why he's such a, a, high, a highly ranked recruit. Uh, he's, I believe he's number two in the uh, 2021 class with uh, Jackson Robinson at Ada, number three. Um, for the 2021 class, but it's uh, it's been crazy to see how how great Bijan has gotten over the past couple of years, and and Kingfisher, like I said, they're six and zero this year, and they've just really dominated from the outset and played just fantastic basketball. Um, they've won every game by uh, their closest margin of victory to this point is 19 points, and that was against Class 4A Newcastle. So. Uh, it's just been crazy to see how much they've dominated opponents. And Heritage Hall, they have a couple of losses. They uh, they play in the Tournament of Champions. Uh, they fell short against, um, excuse me, they fell short against Tulsa Washington and Tulsa Memorial, both teams that are above their classifications. They lost the game to Crossings Christian, and then they also uh, dropped a game to Dora, Missouri in the Ozark Mountain Shootout, which was a tournament they went to a couple weeks before Christmas. So all of those against really formidable opponents, the la- the latest loss coming without their best player, who is entirely who their offense revolves around. So uh, kind of scrolling down, you have Millwood ranked the top team in Class uh, Class 3A right now. Um, other teams, Oklahoma Christian School is at number 6, Star Spencer at number 5, so uh, I mean, really, local teams are playing really well this year. Going on to Class uh, 2A, you have Dale at number 2, Minko at number 5, uh, Cashin at number 9. Uh, Cashin undefeated this year. They have Jacob Woody, the standout uh, guard who can just seemingly score from everywhere. And then the top teams in Class A, Calumet at 1, Cyril at 2, Fort Cobb, Broxton at 3. And then in Class B, it's Duke, Payton, and Leedy, uh, 1, 2, 3. And then we kind of go to the girls' side. Um, like I said, uh, 
with the big win at the uh, with the big win at the Tournament of Champions. Uh, Tulsa Washington girls is coming in at number one. They're nine and zero this year. But again, it's a really heavy West Side kind of rotation. You have Deer Creek at two, Choctaw at three, Norman at four, Edmond North at five, Moore at seven, Norman North at nine, and then even MM Memorial at eleven, Midwest City at twelve. So, I mean, there's a bunch of West Side teams at, at this in both Class Six A. Class 6A boys and girls who have shown potential to have really stellar seasons. So it's really going to be interesting to kind of see how this shakes out because you have Norman who got Shante Embry transferred in from Prague. Uh, she's been playing outstanding. You also at Norman, you have Kelby Washington, Micah Perry. I mean, just those three themselves is just outstanding. Um, at Deer Creek, they've been playing outstanding basketball this year. Uh, they're only a uh, couple of losses have come against Canyon, Texas, uh, who is the number one team, who's the number one team in their classification uh, down there. And then they also lost to, uh, and during the State Farm Holiday Hoops Classic, they lost to uh, Jeff City, which is the number one team in their classic in Missouri. So it's really – they've been playing some really formidable opponents and been able to uh, handle them and play against them really well. So I think Deer Creek is an interesting team this year. And then Choctaw is right there as well. Edmund North was at one point uh, ranked highly. Um, not that they're not anymore. They were five, but they were at one point um, the number one team. So it's just been really interesting to see how uh, – how teams have kind of shaken out this year, and you can't forget about more. Uh, they've also their losses have come against, like I said, they lost to Booker T in the Tournament of Champions final. Uh, they've also lost a they lost a game to Choctaw at the Hera Panther Classic, and also lost an overtime against Edmond North. So all three highly ranked teams. So and like I said, there's still plenty of season left. I know we said it's almost close to halfway over, and you blink and it will be. But uh, going down to five A, you have uh, Piedmont at number one, Carl Albert at number five, Del City coming in at number seven, and then El Reno at number nine. Uh, going down to 4A, you have the defending uh, champions, Anadarko at number one. Class and SAS is at number two. Newcastle at three. Um, and then you kind of go down, Mission McGinnis is at there at 11. Tuttle at 14. Uh, Perkins Tryon at number 16. Uh, going to 3A, uh, Sequoia Tahlequah is the top-ranked team. But then you have Jones, Millwood, Christian Heritage at two, three, and five, respectively. Um, going down to Class 2A, you have Dale coming in there at number two. Um, Van Oss is, has almost all the votes for number one. They're 12 and 1 this year at number one. Uh, and then going down to Class A for the girls, you have Hydro Weekly at number one. Uh, Calumet coming in at three. Okarchi at five. And then uh, kind of going down to Class uh, B, you have Duke at one. Lomega at two. And Whitesboro at three. So uh, basketball's in full swing. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Um, it's kind of crazy to see how uh, how quickly things have gone this year. And. Uh, and how far we are into games. Like I said, we got a really big tournament uh, weekend coming up. Uh, locally, we have the uh, you have the Bethany tournament, the Putnam City tournament, uh, the Noble tournament. Um, you also have the Bishop McGinnis boys tournament. And I'm I'm going to forget a tournament off the top of my head. Um, so don't don't get mad and tweet at me if I accidentally forget one of these. But uh, uh, kind of let's let's kind of switch gears to wrestling now. Um, it's kind of. Uh, Kind of weird to think that we've already had a bunch of the big tournaments in wrestling, but one of the biggest ones in the entire country is this weekend out in Geary. It's the uh, it's the annual Geary Invitational. Uh, you got twenty four teams. It's invitation only. There's no seeds. Every th- every bracket's done by a random draw. So uh, that one is going to be interesting. It's going to be a really fun tournament. I'm kind of excited to see how it goes. I'm not I'm not going to be able to make it out there, but uh, some of the teams who are going to be playing in that locally at least we have. Uh, you have Altus, Broken Arrow, Comanche, Choctaw, Dell City, Duncan, Edmund Memorial, and Edmund North. Obviously, Geary is going to be playing there. Lot MacArthur, Mustang, Norman North, Piedmont, um, and then some of the and Stillwater, Tulsa Union, and Tuttle are going to be there as well. Some of the ones from out of state. You have White, uh, Whitfield from uh, St. Louis, Missouri, 
um, Free State High School from Lawrence, Kansas. Um, you also have Goddard High School from West Goddard, Kansas. Randall High School from Amarillo, Texas. Rio Rancho High School from New Mexico. Um, Arlington Martin High School, uh, obviously Arlington, Texas. And then Arkansas City from Arkansas City, Kansas. So a bunch of really good local talent, a bunch of talent from out of state. And that tournament always kind of can prove to you uh, who can be some of the best teams out there. So that's going to be a fun tournament. If you're able to make it out there, it's a really tradition-rich, storied tournament. And if you're able to make it out there, I highly recommend you can go take some time to do that because it's a fantastic place to go watch a wrestling tournament. Um, as far as rankings go, we won't get too deep into this. And Class A and Class 6A, no surprises. Broken Arrow 1, Choctaw 2, Mustang 3. Then you have Edmund North at 4 and Stillwater at 5. Um, in Class uh, 5A, you have Collinsville 1, Sky Took 2. Uh, three is Duncan. Piedmont comes in at number five. Uh, going down to four A, really no surprise here. Tuttle at one, Cushing at two. Um, it's just uh, not a surprise to see Tuttle on top. And then you go uh, to class three A, and you have Comanche at one, Marlowe at two, Perry at three. And you know what's weird about the Maroons? They haven't. They haven't. Uh, they have. They've won. Uh, they won the Perry tournament, and then they went up to the Kansas City uh, Stampede tournament. Did pretty well up there. Um, but they're still learning under new coach Lad Rupp, who is in his first season up there. So, uh, but but tradition rich powers is always <laughs> kind of at the top of the wrestling rankings. Um, kind of going into some swimming, you know, it's 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 uh, swimming's full go. Kind of like we said with all these sports, everything is full go. Um, we have a. Uh, it's kind of hard to believe state tournament again, kind of coming up here in about a month. So, um, but everything's going well with swimming. Um, everything that I've heard is going well with swimming. So. You obviously have uh, Aiden Hayes, the junior at Norman North. He's he's dominating everything he does. He continues to get better. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see if uh, what his track for the Olympics are this summer. I don't I don't know whether that's a possibility for him fully yet. I'm going to be interested to kind of follow that and kind of see how that goes though. So, um, but no, that's really that's really like I said, we got a really big basketball tournament weekend coming up. Um, we. Uh, Nick wasn't able to join us today, so we'll uh, he'll be he'll be in for uh, next episodes. We're gonna try to get some more basketball, wrestling, swimming coaches on as as we get going throughout the spring semester. Um, like I said, most of it kicked off yesterday and today, so it's just uh, kind of crazy that we're finally into the. Uh, I guess we've rounded second now that the first half of the year is over, and we're kind of headed toward third, and eventually going to be running toward home on another successful school year. So. Uh, thank you guys for listening to another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. Thank you for uh, tuning back in after a little uh, about a month hiatus that we had. And if you guys have any questions, make sure you send them in. Make sure you tweet them at me at Cam underscore Jordan. That's J O U R D A N. Uh, you can also tweet Nick underscore Sardis S A R D I S, um, or you can always tweet it uh, at HS Varsity on Twitter. So. Um, that's uh if you guys uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of the Oklahoma's Varsity Podcast. Like I said, I'm Cameron Jordan. If you have any questions, let me know and uh, we'll be back next week. <laughs>